1: Jesus, some praise tonight. Oh my goodness. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for who you are. Wow. This is the first service of 2020 more. First service. And you all showed up tonight. It's gonna be an impactful service because we are dedicating tonight to God. Of course, every service should really be dedicated to Him. He's always moving and grooving. But tonight, I really wanna put our entire focus on Him tonight. We were talking about crowning the year in 2023 and He absolutely did. And so now that 2024 is here, this is a night that He wants Uh, He's excited, He's a joyful God. I just see His smile in heaven upon you all tonight. And I see Him smile out of like this giddiness, like out of this laughter and joy that He wants to fill you guys up tonight with His Holy Spirit. And so I am telling you, uh, lean into just everything that He has He's always here at service, so it's not like we only have tonight. We have every single day with him, but I'm telling you, there is something special that he has for tonight, for the first service of 2020 more. So let's give God some praise. We love you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. All right. Well, you guys can take a seat and uh, worship team, phenomenal. We'll have you guys come back up, but you guys are dismissed. So thank you. Um, We're going to have some ministry time at the end. And um, so, yes, I just, I want to talk about the Holy Spirit tonight. That's the main agenda. And so I only have my title. My title is the Holy Spirit within you the Holy Spirit within you, and that is really what is going to set you apart for 2024, to get more, and um, we're kind of in the middle between Shredder and Vision Sunday, and Shredder Sunday was phenomenal, who was here For Dr. Matt, oh my goodness. And so I feel like just, yes, I am shredded. I'm done, out with the old, in with the new. But as I come in and I'm, you know, putting my whole vision board together, you know, all the great things about 2024, what God is doing, because I don't have the old me with me anymore. I have the new me in this year. And uh, But I just felt the pressing of God saying, we need to have the Holy Spirit with us. We can't forget him off of our vision card <laughs> this year. And so the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit within you. And so what I'm so excited about is, uh, well, let me start out with this verse, because this verse is just awesome, and it it keeps coming back to me. It's John seven thirty eight. It says, whoever believes in me, so whoever believes in Jesus, as Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Rivers of living water will flow from within you. So that is a promise that we can stand on. It's a New Testament scripture. This is what Jesus is telling us. Whoever believes in me, rivers of living water will flow through you. And so this year... We, are, we can draw from the rivers of living water. We can draw from that. And there's a way that we can do that by activating the spirit inside of us. And, uh, and so I love this scripture too. Um, it says, it's actually in a couple scriptures. It's kind of the same thing in Jeremiah and in Psalms. I'll probably say this again later on. But in Jeremiah 17:7 7 through 8 it says but blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. So again it's talking about believing in God. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is in him. Just like what what Pastor BJ was saying. I'm telling you, our church is going to be known. Here's the deal. Our church is going to be known. People are going to ask you, "Oh, you must be a pastor." Do you know what your response is going to be? I'm just a Christian. I am simply a Christian because Christians are set apart. There is something special. There's something on you being a son or a daughter of our living king. And so, yes, you're going going around talking like you're a pastor. People are going to question, are you a pastor? You say, no, I'm just a Christian. I just follow God, and I see my life come to life like no other. I see the blessings, the miracles of God that follow me. I don't have to have a title or a badge on me. I don't have to have some certain thing. I'm a Christian. My title is that, and I'm, I'm a son or and a daughter of, of God. So I'm telling you, we are raising up champions in this church we're raising up Christian Olympic Christians. And that's what we have. In this church, you all are going to be known as Olympic Christians. It's so awesome. And here we all in here we all are in Salt Lake City together. And that's what God is building. So I love that he is building his church. It's not just me. Part of this year for what he's building in this church is a sustaining life from every single individual that comes to awaken Salt Lake City. Every single individual. You're going to have a sustained life, a sustained relationship that is so grounded in him that you're not coming to church because you have to try to receive something from the pastor. You know, you're not only getting fed on a Sunday or a Wednesday. And man, if you only go a couple Sundays a month, you know, you're not only getting fed a couple times. You're getting fed every single day because you're an Olympic Christian. (laughs) That's who you are. And so I am done with, you know, like we come to church just to be fed. We come to church for the more. I love church, I love it. I love church so much, I love services, I love Wednesday nights, Wednesday nights are so special. And you know, even though we have our our faithful people at the 8.30 a.m., God drops something really special at the 8.30 service every Sunday morning. Because it's opening up. People who come to the 830, it's opening up the windows of heaven. And it's opening up praise, shouting out on a Sunday. Anyway, I am going off track, but I love church. I love prayer. If you're not in prayer, please stop being intimidated by prayer. If you're new, we're not going to call on you. I'm just going to tell you straight up don't be afraid. It's okay. I know sometimes I'll do these ninja things. I won't ninja you, you know? Like, we're just having fun together. And I'll I'll call you out because I, I know that, you know, you're ready for it. But if you're new, you're coming to, to try to learn and to soak it in and to try to receive and try to learn how to pray. Try to learn how to pray with authority. Like, how do you guys pray? Like, I, I, just come. So I'm just trying to break intimidation this year that every place you go to, you're not going to be timid by, but you're going to actually, it's going to be building you up spiritually. So you're going to have the greatest year of your life. I'll throw Connect Group in there. Go to Connect. (laughs) Go to Recovery. If you need to step up to the plate and go to Recovery, go to Awaken Recovery. Just go. Just go. You're going to be fine. Go to DNA. Sign up just do it, get on a team just do it. It's gonna be your greatest year ever, I promise you. and you're not gonna be uh, just you're gonna love us, you know you're invited to come. Tuesday mornings the men open it up and they oh op- they really do. They are the men of the house opening it up 5:30 a.m every single Tuesday. And I'm telling you, this is going to be a simple goal, goal for us, but right now, you know, the men have about 40 people every week, the women, it's gone up. We have about 30, 35. It's really good easy goal, but I think we're going to get like men to over 50, so we're going to hit a new goal of 50 for the men, new goal of 50 for the women, and that's going to be only like 10% of the church, but I am telling you, God is building his church, and he's starting to awaken up different things inside of us. He's starting to waken up your spirit, and he's, he's calling you to start showing up to things because there's a call of God on your life. He's stirring up the Holy Spirit that is within you. He is starting to talk to you about, oh my gosh, here's some, some dreams and visions and some purposes. You're starting to get some fire inside of, your, inside of you. Don't just stay at home with that fire. Like, come and, and start, you know, like it's like a match that it's going to set all Salt Lake on fire. And, and so anyway, I'm just so excited. That was not even anything. Ugh, I haven't even gotten to my point one. But I'm telling you, this year is building champions in the house of God. You are known as a champion in heaven. Why don't you be known as a champion here? God calls you a champion, so you need to start acting and living like it now. God calls you a man of God. God calls you a woman of God. Start acting like it here. Don't act like it when you get to heaven. Start acting like it here. Oh, uh, was I even saying a scripture? Anyway, let me just tell you a scripture. <laughs> I was in the middle of my scripture. Okay, that was Jeremiah 17. But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. I don't care what year it is. I don't care what the economy is saying. I don't care that it's an election year and things can get violent. Diversity, it, like all this stuff, trying to divide us, trying to intimidate us and fright us—all that type of stuff—I do not care because my. Where my roots are rooted in the word of God, and at this church, we're, we're preaching to everybody. All of your roots should be rooted in the word of God, so no matter what happens, if there's droughts, guess what? You're going to be flourishing. Guess what? Your, your leaves on your tree are going to be bright green. They're not going to be withered away. It's going to always be green, and there's going to be no worry for you in the year of drought. Never fails to bear fruit. How amazing is that? Oh, so good. So there are, uh, this year, rivers to draw from, uh, from, with the Holy Spirit within you. And here's the other amazing thing, is God's riches and resources are abundant and not withheld. That is the other thing. Ephesians 3:16 that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. So God is not poor. He is very rich. God is very resourceful. He has all the resources that we need. He does not withhold. And so, you need to know that by you being planted and having your roots go down into the stream of, of water, and this stream is not muddy, it's not stale, you know, it's a, it's a live running r- river. And by us being planted in His Word, planted in His house, planted in where you're serving and taking all those assignments seriously from God. By you being planted, you have the riches of his glory. You have every single resource that is needed for you. Every single resource is needed. So literally, his statement is true, that we have nothing to worry about. You have nothing to worry about. Like, we are the happiest people on planet Earth, you know? Like, we are literally living heaven to earth, super happy people, And like, yeah, I don't, sure, this problem could happen. But guess what? There's always a solution. There's always a resource. There's always abundance for me. Like, there is no lack in Christ. Zero lack. And it is the most amazing thing. So that is what we have. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I kind of said this, but we don't just come to church, we are the church. And so that is what we are going to be known for as a church of awakened Salt Lake City, that this is a church that doesn't just come, but they actually are the church. They are a walking, living, they're living out the scriptures, they're standing on scriptures, they're praying, they're, they're just every, they, they, just God's goodness and mercies follow you wherever you go. That's what people are going to say about you. Oh my goodness, how good is that? Okay, so I just want to talk about the Holy Spirit, and I want to talk about who you are, because you are a spirit, you are a spirit. We're mind, body, and spirit. So, you know, we, we kind of understand our human side. We understand that we're a body. Like, you can't get more human than where you're at right now. <laughs> you can't get more human. And also, you're a spirit. And you can't get more spiritual. You are spiritual. Except when people don't uh, have a submitted life to God, when they don't have God as their, Jesus as their Lord... If they don't submit to him as their king, they're going to try to start going to different stuff, to crystals or, you know, um, whatever it may be to try to connect their spirit to something spiritual. And everything, your mind, your body, and your spirit, if it's not submitted to God, it's going to get whacked out. Your body will start deteriorating. You know, God has so much life in every single area. When it's apart from him, it gets uglier, it gets dimmer, it gets darker. But anything that is connected to him gets more vibrant and colorful and youthful and life-giving and and, uh, rich and incredible. And so you are a spirit. And in the Old Testament, it prophesied about us about us, and we are in the the us, we're we're in the now. And I want to say in Joel 2:28, it says, and it shall come to pass. So this is in the Old Testament. We're not in the Old Testament, but it says, and it shall come to pass after afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams your young men shall see visions that's Joel 2:28 and so when Jesus was getting everyone in the room and it was Pentecost Sunday and some of you are are familiar with Pentecost Sunday but that's when uh, after Jesus went to heaven he said wait here because the holy spirit is going to come within you. The Holy Spirit is coming. Don't do anything until you have the Holy Spirit. And so then, suddenly, it happened that, that the Holy Spirit started to come down, and it fell do- down like tongues of fire. I'm going to talk about tongues here soon, too. If there's some time. Yep, there's a little bit of time. Oh, thank you. You guys give me full time. So, yes. So, um, yes. So tongues of fire came down and and people were, I mean, totally judging them, thought like, who are these people? They're drunk at like 3 p.m. or something, you know, but they're, they're just joyful. And so that was part of their whole like, so Peter, you know, he had no sermon prep. He didn't know what was going to happen. But he started to then prophesy, and he said in Acts 2, starting in 16, but this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, what I just wrote, uh, read. And it shall come to pass in the last days, and we are in the last days. And it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, that I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters, daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall Shall dream dreams. So there wasn't any records of, of that time, of you know, any recordings of, oh yeah, here's a vision and here's a dream that this person got. Yep, you're correct. No, he had the Holy Spirit on him and he started to prophesy, and he said, Oh my goodness, look, this is what the prophet Joel was talking about. And we're in this room together, 120 of us. It might probably looks like a room right now, about 120 people or so in this room. And all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit came. And, fell. and he was saying this, this is what it is. This is what the prophet was talking about. And us right now are in the last days and we have the greatest days with us. So this year, it's going to be our absolute greatest year. Why am I allowed to say that every single year? It's because it actually gets better and better and better every single year. We go from glory to glory to glory. So everything that we got in 2023, we're able to sow and plant, and it's going to get multiplied. And so every single year continues to get better. And so we are a spirit, and we need the Holy Spirit in us to have the most vibrant, life-giving, best year ever, and to receive the more. Here's something really cool that I like. Genesis 2-7, maybe you could have read this because we're in our one-year Bible. (laughs) Genesis 2-7, it says, and the Lord God formed man out um, of the dust of the ground and breathed, someone say breathed, into his nostrils the breath of of life. And man became a living being. So it took the breath of God to breathe in into Adam's nostrils and he came to life. And now he can see, he can, you know, start to have knowledge and understand things and start to feel and see all this beauty. He came and was just given so much life. Here's something really cool. Right when Jesus was about to ascend to heaven, he actually breathed on the apostles and said, receive the Holy Spirit. Isn't that amazing? In John 20, it says, and when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, receive the Holy Spirit. So that's Jesus speaking. You can go back and look into that. But I just think that is so amazing. It's the the Old Testament, now the New Testament. And so now we're in this, you know, a new life in Christ, and we have two births. So I have Judah in my belly right now. He's going to be born here soon, but he needs to have a second birth like all of us. So we have our second birth, and it's a the second birth is when we receive Jesus into our life, when we recognize him as our Lord and Savior, as our King, as saving us from sin. And so now we can have eternal life with him. And we get to get baptized with the Holy Spirit. We get to have that baptism. So we get to actually have the Holy Spirit now in us with this second birth. How cool is that? So I just think that's amazing. And that is where true life comes from. So now it's how do you draw... How do you draw from the Holy Spirit within you? And this is very simple. If you guys go to Men and Women's Prayer, and because I gave the announcement, next week we're gonna hit our goal of 50 people. It's gonna be amazing. Men and Women's Prayer, we're bumping up the notch. (laughs) But uh, how do you activate this Holy Spirit inside of you? How do you activate it? Because we can't just come to church and hear about it and have time with God. And that's like our only time to really feel him, you know, and receive him. That we need to be able to take this home in order to be Olympic Christians. (laughs) We need to be able to activate it on our own and be self-sustaining. And so just quickly, how you can do this is through praise. The first thing is praise. And I love our church, I love the accalls, I love the worship team. We have been intentional. And it hasn't just been our, our worship team, it has been us all as a church. So you don't have to just be up here to praise and worship, we are in our seat leading ourselves and leading the people next to us how to praise and worship. Your praise and worship will make me feel really awesome, and also your lack of praise and worship will make me not feel so awesome. I am affected by you, whether you are, you know, up here praising or you dropped your smile and I have to help you find it, you know? I'm affected either way. And so what is the fire within you? Are you kindling that fire by putting on some praise? And sometimes some practical stuff, what you have to do is you just have to start clapping. Maybe you're not saying anything. Maybe it's like, I'm just really tired. I don't feel this way. Just start clapping and just start turning on some praise. Maybe you don't even know a praise song. It's just very basics. Get your body into clapping. Start waking up your body And that's going to start activating that river that is within you just simply by clapping. You don't even have to say anything. So number one is clapping. It's so funny. Last night at Awaken You, I told Kelsey, and I've told the calls this, no one's ever done this, but I'm like, you guys, should we get, I'm just kind of thinking in my head, a clapping choir. I want a clapping choir. So then... All of us as a church could just know when to clap on point and, you know, or maybe we don't need a choir. Maybe we need like a sign right here and it says clap, clap, clap. I don't know. I don't know. But we need to engage our body with some clapping. We need to engage our body with some praise. See, Olympic Christians. Oh, goodness. That is what I'm talking about. See, we have the greatest church ever. Gets me like good angry, you know? I don't know what it's called. And um, so yes, you just start clapping. And then because you're clapping, you can feel a little bit better inside. And then you can start Uh, praising him, and you can start then speaking in tongues. So I'm going to talk about speaking in tongues quickly because of the time. But it is such a gift that we get to have tongues. It is such, it's a gift from the Holy Spirit. It is a gift from the Holy Spirit I don't want to hear myself at times. It says that in the Bible, it says in Scripture that we pray in the Spirit and we pray with understanding. We pray with both. So, yes, I'm going to pray with understanding because I want to know, like I want to hear myself pray and I'm requesting things to God. Like I I can understand my words, you know, like I can understand my English. But there's times where, you know, I need to start speaking in tongues because my word life, my understanding life, isn't up to par with what heaven's saying. There's just a gap, you know, there's a gap. And so that's why we have such a gift with speaking in tongues, because it will actually make us go closer and closer and closer and closer to the sound of heaven, and then that gap is gone. It's locked up, it's not even there. And then after I'm speaking in tongues, I start feeling better. My spirit is activated and I start seeing clearly. And then all of a sudden now I can start saying something because I'm going to start having prophetic words come out of my mouth. I'm going to start declaring things that I wasn't declaring before. I was over here, you know, with BJ trying to eat some worms, you know, like no one wants to hear a person chomping on, on worms and being, having like a pity party. No. And so I need my words to echo what heaven says. And so that is why the gift of tongues, it is not weird. It is not foreign. It is just the best gift in the entire world. If I was talking to you in tongues, that's where we'd have another, you know, that's another side conversation. Hey, I don't understand you right now. (laughs) You're just saying things, and I have no idea. And that, and so the Bible addresses that. Like, don't just speak to people in tongues. They don't understand. Every single gift is to edify one another and to edify the church. If I'm hearing you talk to me like you're giving me eye contact and talking at me at tongues, no idea that that did not edify me one bit. <laughs> Even if you're filling the Holy Spirit like no other, sorry, I was not getting anything, and so I'm just going to turn away. But it's, so that's why we need interpretation. If you're gonna talk to me, please talk to me. Please have some prophetic, please talk what God is saying to me. That's all I want. And that's what will edify me. So yes, interpretation is definitely needed if you're talking to me. And so we are here, all these gifts that the Holy Spirit starts to, that is uh, coming from within us. It's to edify one another and it's to edify ourselves. We are called to have a sustained, strong, deeply rooted relationship with the Holy Spirit this year. We are going to see miracles, signs and wonders because that is what what we're told to do. We're, we're in the days where Jesus said, you're gonna do even greater things than I did. Okay, I'm going to hold you to it. You know, that I'm excited. So are we starting to dream again? Are we starting to, to pray and to get connected with God on a regular basis so we can start seeing what God sees? So we can break this limited thinking and limited seeing over our lives. You know, uh, I don't go to men's prayer, but I do go to women's prayer. And after we start, you know, jumping, it's an exercise. It's Richard Simmons all up in that place. It's an hour of power and I am exhausted. I'll check it off my calendar, like that's my workout. <sighs> and so it's the hour of power, we are jumping up, praising. Then we're speaking in tongues. We're doing all the exercises in this hour of power. And then all of a sudden, amazing women of God, they get on the mic and they start to declare what they see. I see on the 15, a revival happening. Like the I-15 is a river of revival. They start to see it and they start to declare it. And we start to get excited because, you know, people are coming prophesying that we're gonna have another campus in the north region of Salt Lake, that we're gonna have a campus in Park City. And, and, and we're already, we're praying and we're seeing it. And so I think the purposes of God are starting to get activated in us. And we start to see, and, and then we start to have like that fire continue to burn in us. Oh my gosh, I think I'm meant to help build that campus. So people are texting me, you know, like I'm meant to be a part of that. God told me, I'm meant to be the, I need to step it up. Yes, I have a call of God on my life. He's awakening people right now to the call of God that is on your life. Why? Because it can't just be to, Matt and I, can't just be, It. it is the church. It is the church that is impacting Sweet Lake City. It is you. It is you. It is you that God is awakening. He's awakening. He's awakening. Oh, And we pull it out from the Holy Spirit that's within us. It's building up that spirit inside of us. Oh, the Holy Spirit's so good. The fruit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. All in in the Holy Spirit. There's gifts of healings. There's gifts of working miracles to prophesy discerning spirits, wisdom, words of knowledge, all these amazing things. So as we get that activated, activate the Holy Spirit within us, oh my goodness, we are going to have the greatest, it's just the greatest. You're not gonna recognize yourself this year to be honest, as we continue to press in, as we show up to every service, as we show up to what our assignment that God called us to be, as we continue to show up, as we show up in our quiet time, reading the word of God. Maybe he's even just saying just one scripture a day. Can you meditate on that day and night? Can you just meditate on it? You know, your heart jumped about this river scripture, rivers of living water scripture, just meditate on it. Just meditate and let it come and let it fill you up. And then the joy of the Lord will come out and you will have a joyful year despite any circumstance around you. The joy, the joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. That actually comes from the book of Nehemiah who is rebuilding the temple, rebuilding the temple. And he's saying that the joy of the Lord is his strength and he's rebuilding the temple, not just him, but like an entire huge mega church, you know, is rebuilding this temple, and they are getting a ton of opposition from the from officials, from government. Might be like this year, you know, it might be a little crazy. We might get some pushback from people. But guess what? We're not weak sauce Christians. We're Olympic strong. Christians, we're we're strong sons and daughters of God who speak truth in love and who is building the house of God and flourishing while we see everything else around us in the news saying everything is just going wacko and crazy and gas prices are going up and food prices are going, we don't care. We're building the house of God and these people are talking whatever smack. And we're just happy as can be. That's what this year's gonna be. It is so good. Oh, man. Okay, so my third point is we draw out to pour out. In order to have an amazing year, you need to draw out to pour out. So I'm talking about other people. A lifestyle with the Holy Spirit isn't just for you, it's for others. A lifestyle with the Holy Spirit isn't just for you, it's for others. For us to be in the overflow means that we have people around us who need our overflow. And so we need to be drawing out in order to pour out. There's something about when we don't have someone that we're pouring out to, we get stale. Our, our waters get muddy. We're not, we're not connected to a river of water where it just flows, it's clear, it's beautiful water, it starts to get stale when we stop pouring out. And so in order to have a year of more, a year of soaring, a, a year of just miracles happening, abundance, we need to be pouring out to other people. And the cool thing with the Holy Spirit is one of those things is, you know, words of knowledge. We use these giftings that the Holy Spirit puts inside of us for other people. And so we're able, you know, oh my goodness, we see this with Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit that helps us connect with other people. That's what what happens in Mark 2.8. But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they had reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, why do you reason about these things in your hearts? So Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit and that's what will happen and that is a normal life with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Your intuition is the the another great gift. How did you know this? I walk with God. I have the Holy Spirit within me. And it's not just a every once in a while thing. Like this is how we live as Christians with the Holy Spirit. It's amazing we can perceive things in our spirit, and we're able to have a healthy, and uh, just wisdom-based intuition. So tonight, I want to be able to open up the altar to uh, for anyone who wants to get filled with the Holy Spirit, and uh, and speak in tongues. It's I've been around people. They, they think that they have to like brace themselves like this. (laughs) And they, they're like this for like months and years to try to receive the gift of tongues, you know? And you don't, just relax. You are good. You don't need to, it's just it, It's just who he is. He pours out his spirit and it just starts happening. The only thing that you need to do is to start being obedient by opening up your mouth and try to start like speaking in tongues. That's all you have to do. And because you're like this, it's really hard for you to try to go. Dump, 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 dump. It's just very hard to do. So just don't do that. Just be touched by God. Tonight is a night to be touched by God, to encounter him, to receive his spirit. And yes, we do still have shredding machines. So we're gonna do a two-in-one deal, okay? If you still need to write things down on your card, you can come up and shred it at the same time while someone's getting filled with the Holy Spirit. It can be done, easy. And uh, so if you weren't here on Sunday, still fill this out, write down any fear that you need to shred, write down any anger issues you need to shred, write down any idleness you need to shred, anything that's just your, you know, I call it the spirit of Eeyore that needs to get shred, anything that's like makes you slothy, this, it's out, out with the old. We are vibrant, young, amazing people that can do anything, And so, write all those things down and shred it. But we are going to make room for the Holy Spirit to move tonight. So let's all stand to our feet right now. And I'm going to take my time with this. Because as Abe is playing on the keys... We're just gonna open up, be in a posture to to receive tonight. So you can hold out your hands like this, close your eyes. And for a little bit, we're gonna have just a, a quiet moment with God. I can see his smile. I can see his breath fill this room. I can feel his presence. Just how it was in that upper room with those 120 people. Holy Spirit come. Thank you, Jesus. We dedicate tonight to you. God, we we plant ourselves with roots that seep down to the river of your your life, your living water tonight, God. All we know, God, is that we want more of you tonight. We want more of you, Holy Spirit. We want more of you. So church, I'm gonna let the worship team take over. Church, I'm going to let you take over with your prayers, with your praise. I don't want you to be quiet. I want it to be a time with you connecting with the Holy Spirit tonight. Start activating and start drawing from the well inside. And I'm going to go around and I'm going to pray for everyone in the front. And again, if you feel any type of movement to come in the front, come. But Just because if you haven't come in the front doesn't mean that you're not engaging with Him right now. Engage with Him tonight, church. Set tonight the first service of 2024 to have the Holy Spirit so alive inside of you, so alive inside of you that miracles are gonna flow out, that it's not gonna be a year of drought anymore, but it's gonna be a year of abundance of resources flowing out. Financially, yes. I see financial miracles taking place this year. Thank you, Jesus. God, I thank you, Lord, for houses that are dropping in 2024, houses, houses. God, I thank you, Lord, for businesses, God, that you've set apart people tonight who are business owners, God, that you have set them apart tonight, God, that there's something, God, that you have anointed them in the area of business, in the area. Of influence. And God, you are rising them up to the top. You are rising them up to the top. You're telling them not to be intimidated by this person or that person that can have a louder voice than you think than yours. But God is raising your voice in a time as this it's the time where it's the, the Holy Spirit. He pours out His Spirit upon us. It's a year of revival. It's a year of newness. It's a year of refreshing. I thank you, Jesus. It's a year where families are united under Christ. Families are united under Christ. That there's a new submission to Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Spouses are coming. Spouses. Any place where there there's been a drought. God, that you're filling out the drought right now. I thank you, Jesus. With the Holy Spirit comes creativity, comes new ideas. God, that you are giving new ideas, a fresh touch. God, every single time that they connect with you, Lord, that they are getting a new touch, a creative touch, a dream and a vision. God, that you're gonna turn around dreams right now. I declare that right now. I speak over dreams. I speak over dreams. Where the dreams may have felt worldly, the dreams may have felt not connected to you, not con- not attached to you. God, that you are breaking off worldly dreams. And God, you are restoring dream life to people tonight, God, that you're going to start prophesying, and we do declare angelic visitations. God, no more torment from the evil one. No more at night, tormented with fear or tormented with insomnia. God, that you are you are delivering that right now in Jesus' name. God, that not only is there peace and sleep, peace and dreams, but God, that there is life, the prophetic voice of God in dreams. God, I thank you, Lord.